Welcome to episode four of the Dealers Compressed podcast. I am Paul J. Daly, your host today, and I have to say I am super excited about episode four because we are talking about primarily chapter 10 in Dale Pollock's new book, Like I See It, the basis of the series that we've made. And chapter 10, the title of the chapter is, Should You Do It Yourself or Pay Someone Else? And we entitled episode four and video four, Is the Juice Worth the squeeze. And basically, this is the whole principle of should I recondition my vehicles myself, whether cosmetically or mechanically? Um, Also, we talk about wholesale purchasing. Should I do those things myself or should I outsource them and pay someone else? And the reason I'm so excited about this chapter, and you can hear it in my voice, is because Image Auto was started 15 years ago as a reconditioning company. And we still operate as a reconditioning company today, serve lots of dealers and dealership groups. And this is one of the parts of the book that we can actually do something to help dealers in directly. So I like the subject matter. Um, It was a lot of fun to make it. If you watch the video, it's it's fun. I got got to cut up, you know, a whole bushel full of oranges and tangerines and make juice myself. And then I got to actually come in and give myself a whole pitcher of orange juice. So like I get to be in the video twice and interact with myself, which is kind of fun to see on camera. So hopefully you'll see it and the the effects team did a great job with it. And uh, there you go. I don't think the world's ready for two of me though. So the whole premise and the principle in this is that the, the old manner of doing everything yourself and everything in house just might not be the best idea. And what I really like about the way Dale approaches this uh, topic is he doesn't give a definitive answer. He doesn't, you know, obviously as a reconditioner, if he came out and said, you should outsource it, that would be good for us as a business. But I, I don't agree that you should always outsource because some dealers have the capability internally to execute really well. Um, and if they do that, they get a fantastic advantages. Um, They get fantastic benefits. They can, you know, time to market can be faster. They can save money and operational costs, uh, fight that margin compression. So Dale really was kind of atheistic as he went into this topic. You know, should we do it ourselves or should we outsource it? And primarily talked in two areas, reconditioning and then wholesale sourcing. And, you know, from a a reconditioning standpoint, he, he tells this great story about, you know, a husband and a wife and they have a toddler child and the husband always sees it as his duty to mow the lawn, right? It's his duty to keep it looking nice. It saves a bunch of money. He doesn't have to pay a landscaping company to do it. Meanwhile, every time he would cut it, you know, his wife would kind of be a little disgruntled as she was watching the toddler saying, hey, you're missing out on family time and valuing that really high. So they both had a value proposition. They both had, he had a value on the money savings and, you know, his obligation. And she had a value on quality time with their toddler. So they both understood that the other thing had some value, but they never really came together on whether or not they were winning as a family unit because of those decisions. So really Dale uses that, read the book. It's got, he gives more detail. And if you have a family, it's, it's really funny because every husband and every wife that reads this book or any, you know, couple that has a toddler is going to understand right away what he's talking about. And it makes a really good transition into the dealership world. You know, he mentions in the book, the dealer would say, well, why would I pay somebody else to do it? I should keep the money myself. And from a straight financial situation, just on the cost of the actual reconditioning services, that makes a ton of sense and no one's arguing with that. But what Dale argues is like, 
you're losing time and you're losing opportunity, or if you're losing time and opportunity, you need to measure that. And only then can you make a good value equation on whether or not it's worth it to outsource. Because outsourcing the reconditioning may indeed be saving you a ton of money. He did say, however, that dealers who do a good job with reconditioning and, well, I guess he kind of gives a caveat. He says, if dealers are going to do it themselves, they need an unusual and, you know, so not the typical, not normal amount of focus, courage, time, energy, skill set to be able to manage a fixed operation that can move cars through quickly and, you know, manage all these different specified skilled labor sets and keep the scheduling right. If you can manage all that, you can definitely win. But you have to have the capability, the aptitude, the courage, um, the focus to really make it work. So he kind of goes both ways. You know, some places that have done it well, they really do reap the benefits of it. Other places who don't do it well, they really can continue to lie to themselves and think that somehow they're winning or an owner, proprietor, um, principal could be saying, well, we want to keep the money, keep the money in house. But likely it's because he doesn't really understand that, you know, that the holding costs and the lost opportunity costs can really be costing me $85 a day, Dale says in the book. And that $85 adds up really quickly. So yeah, maybe you can manage wheel repair, for, for instance, in-house. And instead of paying $65 for a wheel repair, you have that down to 40 internal cost, when in reality, you've lost $85 because that car has taken a day longer to get through because it's, you know, so it becomes clearer when, when you talk about it at that level. You know, another thing he mentions is some larger groups, larger, well, you know, well, uh, reputable groups that are out there that well reputable, that's an awesome phrase, uh, very reputable groups that have a history of operating, you know, very, very well. They've now chose, chosen to outsource reconditioning. So like Sonic Automotive. Historically, you know, they're really good operators, but now they've decided to focus on the increased velocity of, you know, consumer retail demand and the pace at which things are moving. And hey, we need to focus on our CX. We need to focus on our company culture. We need to focus on these things. And we can't do that if we're also focusing on doing all our reconditioning in-house. So they've actually opted to outsource a lot of that reconditioning. So he then moves on to Wholesale sourcing, same exact principle. Wholesale sourcing is something, you know, that V-Auto talks a lot about, keep buying the cars right, investment-minded strategy. And by leveraging the specific knowledge and uh, leveraging these buyers that have access and know how to deploy current technology well, that you can actually get in the cars better, even though it does cost a little more, you have to pay the, the buyer he argues that you're getting in the cars better. And again, you're not splitting your attention and managing something else. Instead, you're spending time on battling compression, you know, delivering the consumer experience, finding the way to get your, your processes and your systems dialed in. And, um, you know, again, he, he is kind of atheistic about the way he approaches that topic saying like, you know, you can be good at each, but the real thing is understand and be honest with yourself what you're good at and what you're not good at and how much margin you actually have to spend on these things. Um, so it, it's an ebb and flow thing. You know, time to market is, you know, typical V-Auto speak. At the end of the chapter, he actually talks about some efforts that, you know, the company that Dale works for, Cox Automotive, then working out some even more progressive solutions to perhaps even have the vehicles arrive at your dealership frontline ready on subscription basis. So basically the system, the algorithm, I don't know how they figure it out, but 
the cars will just show up at your dealership when you need them and you have the ability to keep them or let them go. So again, that's a pretty progressive product, but you know, it seems like something that the market might be ready for. So we hope you enjoy the video. Again, it's got the animations and the illustrations to kind of make it really consumable. We hope that this podcast and everything that we're doing produces at least a desire to look deeper into these situations, to open your eyes and broaden your perspective. We want dealers to have a broader perspective on what is going on so they pay attention to the things that are going to help them combat margin compression. We talk about this, you know, the Carvanas, and even though they posted a fourth quarter loss, the truth of the matter is they've made it a lot further than like BP did. Carvana's moved the bar way, way higher. They've moved the ball way further down the road. And if Carvana dies, guess what? Five more are going to spring up. And one of those is going to hit. Amazon's doing what it's going to do. Eventually, it's going to hit. And dealers need to be focused on the fact that they have to deliver an insane customer experience. The road to the sale has to be really sidelined. And customers have to to drive the car at this point. No pun intended. Um, So all the stuff that we're creating... All of these things is not to say you should do this or you shouldn't do that. The only thing we're saying you should do is be paying attention, looking for ways to combat margin compression, looking for ways to deliver a better customer experience, have a better company culture and corporate brand, being the dealer of choice, being the option of choice, because I personally believe that the dealership model should be able to be the absolute best venue for someone to buy a vehicle. They've been in the community. They know the people. They know the language. They know they know what drives a community. They've been contributors to the community. Why shouldn't customers get the best experience from the person who has the most built-in empathy advantage? So we hope you enjoy the video. We hope you share it. It would be a huge, huge, huge compliment if you would share this podcast, share the video. Again, there's no ask on the other side. We're just trying to spread Dale's message which we happen to agree with. We're trying to spread the message that dealers should work together to deliver better experience to thrive into the next decade and beyond. Thanks for listening. Is the juice worth the squeeze? There are a lot of things in life that over time no longer make sense. Dale opens this chapter citing that for many guys his age, things like lawn care and oil changes on your own vehicle just don't provide the same value they used to. Sure, you could save some time and money and get the gratification of doing it yourself, but over time you realize that your time, energy, attention, and money are better invested in the most valuable activities. As the founder and CEO of Image Auto, this chapter is close to my heart because it's the specific problem we work to solve for dealers, used vehicle reconditioning. Our solutions are specific to the cosmetic side of the equation, but Dale addresses the mechanical and the cosmetic side holistically. The standoff, as Dale calls it, between sales and service costs the dealer an incredibly precious asset, time. He uses a great illustration of a married couple who argues over the value of the husband taking care of the lawn while the wife and child have less quality time with him. They're both in agreement that there's a value transfer, but have never mutually quantified it. Sure, they might be saving money, but at what cost? I'll let you read the book to get the detail of the story, but if you have a family, you'll get it immediately. Some studies suggest that each day a vehicle sits without being retail ready, the dealer's losing $85 in holding costs and potential front-end gross. Dale points out that's nearly $600 to make the same amount in service gross profit. But most dealers don't analyze lost time and cost in reconditioning. 
Dale admits that even the suggestion of outsourcing can run counter to what dealers have been taught over the years, but he keeps pounding on the fact that it takes an extreme level of commitment and competency to make it work. He recommends a hard, honest look to assess whether or not there is sufficient return on all the effort and resource invested in reconditioning, or if that diverted attention is hurting the overall effort. And ultimately, if they have the courage and vision to fix the problem. He agrees that dealers who've addressed and largely eliminated the inefficiency gives them a great advantage. However, he also mentions some extremely capable groups like Sonic Automotive, who determined that outsourcing provided them freedom to apply greater attention and resources to make maximum impact on customer pay work and retention. The latter part of the chapter addresses wholesale sourcing. Dale revisits the founding principles of Viotto and why many dealers have adopted the utilization of a third party to assist with wholesale sourcing. The increased pace of retail led them to explore better solutions than splitting their focus between running their department and being tossed by the constant ebb and flow of acquisition. These dealers leveraged the focus of their acquisition specialists who deployed available technology and ultimately made better purchasing decisions. Dale urges dealers who haven't yet adopted this reality to do so quickly, because they have some catching up to do. Meanwhile, he talks about his continued work with Cox Automotive to deliver even greater efficiencies through automated buying and even cars that arrive front and line ready if the dealer so chooses. In reconditioning and wholesale purchasing, dealers must ask if the juice is really worth the squeeze. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention is the biggest compliment you could give. There are several other ways that we hope um, we can help and you can connect with us and the community that are trying to make the dealership industry better. You can go, first of all, you can subscribe to this podcast. It'll be delivered once a week. We try to keep it short and sweet so you can enjoy it on a commute or on a break or do dealers take breaks? I don't know. But either way, we hope you would do that. Also, if you go to Dealers Compressed, Com. We also have the video content that complements, or this audio complements that video content. We've put a lot of time, energy, and money into making it entertaining. There are visuals, there are illustrations, animations. So we hope that you will go to it. It'd be a huge compliment if you shared it with uh, those who you work with in the dealership, other salespeople, other managers, GMs, owners, um, just people in the industry that are pretty producing good content or want to make it better. In the end, by the book like i see it by dale pollock was kind of the inspiration that started this content series you can get it uh, there's a link on our site dealerscompressed.com you can google it get it from amazon whatever you do buy the book read the book there's a lot of good stuff in there so we hope you will join us next week for another episode please reach out if we can do anything to help if you want to talk about the concepts further or if you have any ideas for new content we're always willing to help and we are happy and glad and appreciative to be in the fight with you. This content was produced by Image Auto. I'm Paul J. Daly, and I hope you have a great week.